Hey, Pastor John Aiken here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Faith Center podcast. We hope today's teaching will awaken and equip you to live out your God-given purpose. Enjoy. So uh, I want you to open up your Bible to 1 John, um, not the Gospel of John, but back towards the, towards the book of Revelation, um, 1 John uh, chapter 5. I want to read a couple things. I'm trying to get my timer set this morning. Um, and let's see, here we go. So I'm going to put 10 minutes on the clock, and we're going to pray, and we're going to get into the word 1 John chapter 5. So Father, we just give you thanks and praise. God, I thank you that you are good and we honor you today. And we, I pray over everyone that is watching. I speak peace over their household, God, and just your strength in their life. Give them ears to hear, God. I thank you that we can hear what you say. So help us um, be attentive and put our heart and mind in the right place in Jesus' name. Amen. So, um, Let's let's read just real quick. First John chapter five, uh, and we'll start in verse one. Man, I just love First John. It's just such a good good book. So First John five, verse one: Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone who loves Him, who begot, also loves Him who is begotten of him. And, and, you know, we don't really speak in that kind of language, you know, right now, but it's talking about everyone uh, who, who loves him. It means you love everyone that's, that's born of him. Uh, by this, we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. Uh, for this is the love of God that we keep his commandments. See, I love. I just, gosh, it's so good, man. He, he's defining what the love of God looks like. Don't ever let the world or your emotions or circumstances or especially your flesh define the love of God. Right here is a definition of the love of God. It's keeping his commandments. And that's not rules. That's not under the law. That's in love. You know, um, I tell you, it's a, um, gosh, almost going on a whole nother direction, but um so let's just keep reading. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome, meaning they're not heavy for us because we're not under the law. We're under grace. Now, there's a lot of people that would say, oh, we're under grace. So the law has not we don't, you know, have anything to do with the law. We got to be careful. I think the prophet Amos said, don't despise the law just because we're under grace. You know, the the grace of God, you know, Jesus didn't come to do away with the law. He came to fulfill it. And so Christ in us is the one that gives us the power because we can't, we can't walk in righteousness. We can't walk in holiness. We can't walk in love. We can't walk in truth, but Jesus was full of grace and truth. So grace that empowers truth, grace that empowers obedience. So the grace of God in our life, if we're stewards of God's grace and walking in God's love, we're keeping his commandments, not law based, not rule based, but relationship focused, love focused, motivated by love. And and I just love this of how we 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 how he's saying that the the commandments of God, the love of God is to keep the commandments of God. I'm I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. So let me just let me just keep reading. So these commandments are not burdensome because it's not us trying to do it. 
It's Christ doing it through us. See, under the law, we had to try to do it. But under grace, he does it. He releases the truth and righteousness. He lives you know, through us, but we got to yield to him, submit to him, uh, partner with him. Uh, verse four, and I, I love a lot of times people quote verse four and they disconnect it from the chapter almost. But, but notice how it's connected to the love of God, that we keep his commandments, that this, this is what the love of God is. Um, and his commandments are not burdensome. Now look at verse four. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. And he who overcomes the world, uh, who is he who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the son of God. And it goes on to some really, really good stuff. But here's, you know, one of the things I just want to want to speak to you about is if you want to walk in victory, if you want to walk in victory, the victory that Jesus has provided, not some victory that you earn, uh, not some victory that you, because that's not victory. That That's a false victory. I'm talking about the victory of God. If you want to live in the victory that Christ has accomplished for you on the cross by his grace and through his love, by grace, through faith, what God has done in your life, then then this, this chapter is a, is a really important chapter because he says the victory... And that word victory is is uh, Nike, N-I-K-E, and it just means victory. It means um, the, the noun of it is the word, the Greek word Nike, which means victory. It's, it's, it's describing a champion. It's describing a, a victory that even celebrates with a huge uh, triumphant parade. And, and so it's just this huge thing of victory. That's the noun, Nike. But Nikeo... Nikeo is a Greek word that that is a is a verb and it's a present tense word that talks about like I am victorious, like I am walking in victory. And so I love that word Nikeo um, because it means that as believers, we should continually be walking in Nikeo. We should continually be walking in victory. And and if we're walking in Nikeo, that means there's a battle. It means there's a battle that we face. And just because we face a battle, we're not going to be fearful. We're not going to shrink back and, and be scared of it. We're going to face trials. Jesus said in John 16, 33, in this world, you will have tribulation and sorrows and all that stuff. You'll, you'll have those battles. You'll have those trials. So don't be surprised when this fiery trial comes upon you. You're going to have the trial. Don't, don't freak out when you have the trial. Walk in victory. Focus on victory. And how do you focus on victory? Um, you know, well, Jesus said in that verse, John 16, don't, he says, don't be, you know, surprised because uh, in this world you will face trial and tribulation, but be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. You know what he was saying is I have Nikeo the world that I, I have overcome and he's the one that lives inside of you. So the one who has already overcome the world lives inside of you. So you start from where he finished. He's already overcome the world. So everything that you're trying to overcome, he's already overcome. Everything you're trying to get victory over and I'm trying to get victory over, we already have victory over in Christ. So we need to walk in the KO, which is I am victorious, not because of me, but by grace through faith in the victorious one. So I walk in victory because he's overcome the world. So even on a bad set of circumstances, on a terrible day when things aren't going my 
way and I don't know what's going on and it feels bad and it looks sad and whatever, I can walk in victory and I can literally have this declaration in my life of I am victorious. I am walking in victory. I am overcoming. And because I am, because the one who's already overcome lives inside of me. And so how do you do that? How do you overcome? Not just confessing it, but how do you walk it out in your everyday life? The verses right above, uh, really verse two, three, and four tell us it's you, you love God and you keep his commandments. That, that's, I, know, I know you think the microphone's messed up or something. No, you love God and you keep his commandments. Well, pastor, that's under the law. No, it's not. No, 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 no. That's not. It's only under the law if you make it performance. But if you do it based on promise and based on what Jesus has already accomplished for you and based on your love for him, it's no longer about rules. It's about relationship. And grace empowers you for truth. Grace empowers you for obedience. Um, and, and, he, and I believe that's one of the, the, the next waves of, of a revival that I think is going gonna, is gonna to hit. And I believe it's going to be, it's going to be truth. We've had revivals of faith. We've had revivals of grace and revelation of grace where new, fresh revelation of God's grace and God's faith has come to the body of Christ. And I believe one of the next ones coming is truth. It's truth, not truth based under the law, a truth based in grace, but the law is truth. And so grace comes to fulfill truth. We can't fulfill the law. We can't fulfill truth. Only Jesus Christ can. So if you want to walk in victory, the way you can know you're walking in victory is don't take a grace. Don't take a mindset of grace that excuses you to just go do what you want to do. If you feel a temptation or you feel a struggle, then focus on loving God. Focus on how much he loves you and how much you love him and keep his commandments. Keep his commandments. Say no to your flesh. Say no to the devil. Say no to sin. Uh, Take the authority over your flesh. Take authority over those circumstances and situations and, and do what is pleasing to the Lord. Don't put you at the center. Put God at the center. That's how you walk in victory. That's how you walk in victory by faith. The victory is our faith. It's not us. It's not us forcing it. It's not us trying to do it. It's us living by grace through faith, letting the victorious one who's already overcome the world release his victory in and through us. So when we're facing a battle of temptation, we're facing a trial, we're facing a test, we're facing a, 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 a battle of any kind in our flesh or in our emotions, we love God, keep his commandments, and we do it by faith. You don't do it by works, you do it by faith. And you declare, because of Jesus, because of my faith in in Jesus, I am victorious in Jesus' name. So, Father, I pray your peace and your grace and your victory will unfold in every battle and in every situation. Thank you for making us victorious in Jesus' name. Amen. Love you guys. See you Sunday. Thanks again for listening to the Faith Center podcast. To connect with us, go to faithcenter.tv and fill out our connection card. We pray blessings over you and your family. We'll see you next time.